Welcome to Path to Peace with Todd Perlmutter. I'm your host, Todd Perlmutter. Our world is a projection of our collective consciousness. The more peace we bring into our lives, the more peace we bring into this world. So let the transformation begin. We all feel that sting of abandonment at various times throughout our lives. It can be a family separation where either the parents or the children stop talking to each other because of some abuse or a grievance. But abandonment can also be a feeling from a parent who is neglectful and unresponsive to our needs. It can be from a spouse who's going through a hard time and is lacking the capacity to be there for us. It can be a dear friend who ghosts us inexplicably. Because every single one of us will go through some difficult, challenging time in our lives. Whether it is struggling with addiction that makes us incapable of being there for others, or it's the loss of a loved one and it puts us into an inconsolable depression. Just like the cycles of the moon, we all have cycles in our lives, and sometimes we are feeling strong and healed, and sometimes we are feeling like the universe's punching bag. And we, like everyone else, are probably abandoning the needs of our loved ones from time to time. We all hope that we can be there for others and always put others first. But we too will have those moments where we need to recharge, where our tank is empty. And as much as we care and love, we need to be there for ourselves first. And so the first and most important aspect when we are dealing with our own feelings of abandonment is to recognize that most of what we feel when we are experiencing abandonment is a judgment of other people. And it's a harsh judgment that expects others to put our needs first. And just as we would wish to be able to fill up our own tank so that we can help others, we can gain an understanding and a larger perspective by recognizing that other people have that same right, in fact, that need to be there for themselves for whatever they're going through. And it can be a very devastating 
realization where our reality comes crashing down when these people who we've expected to be there for us, and there's nothing wrong with expecting. We expect our family to be there for us in good times and bad, and we hope that they have that capacity. But when our loved ones are not there for us, like we hope we can be for them, our disillusionment of these people who we thought we could rely on is just earth-shattering. We feel completely alone. We feel completely off-balance, ungrounded, uncentered, and panic and anxiety often overwhelm us as we feel we're just blowing in the wind alone without any protection or support. And the first thing we need to do is to come back into ourselves, come back into our body, become aware and conscious of these sensations. And first, just remember that these people who've abandoned us are human. They are acting out and living out their karma. And I don't mean some new agey or ancient Hindu karma. I mean that very real cause and effect, that very real life story that they are creating for themselves. And that in their shoes, we would be doing the same thing. Oftentimes it's parents that can be the most shocking and disillusioning when there is some kind of abuse or fight going on. Because for most of our lives as children, we see our parents as perfect and we expect perfection. And then there is that often very difficult realization to see our parents are flawed humans like the rest of us. They are doing their best. They grew up in a different time. And we don't have to go spend a lot of time with them or even any time with them. But we can forgive them and we can see them as these flawed, complex individuals as they really are. One of the most common forms of abandonment, and it's one of the most heartbreaking, and that is when someone loses someone near and dear to them, one of their closest family members. It is unfortunately an almost universal experience for people where they feel abandoned by numerous friends and loved ones because people are afraid to say the wrong thing. People are afraid to talk about death. 
And there is a natural tendency where people fall away and disappear from their friends and family in their most greatest time of need. And while there are thousands of ways to create support groups, to find community, to find like-minded people who are helping each other overcome difficult times. And while they are extremely beneficial and people should seek out any kind of help that resonates with them, in the case that we find ourselves alone, maybe we live in a remote place or maybe we are very introverted and we're more into self-healing, the fact is we all have an innate strength and ability to withstand anything. We all have the ability to cultivate a strong mind that is focused, that is present, and that is in non-resistance to life itself. The more we do this spiritual work, the more we are going to have capacity to be there for others and ourselves. The more we do this work, the more alone we may feel. Now, not lonely, but alone. We may recognize that compared to our own capacity for compassion, a sense of distance between ourselves and those around us, and we can sense that distance grow as we deepen our compassion. One of the most common early experiences on the spiritual journey is a real difficult time when we recognize that other people are not necessarily sharing our values of compassion. And we can feel very disappointed with humanity in the lack of responsibility people take for the energy that they carry with them and project out into the world. We can become very sensitive to people's negativity and anger and frustration. And if we're not careful, we can really mirror and reflect that energy. And even though we're just reflecting someone else's energy, we have lost ourselves, lost our presence, and we are acting unmindfully and unconsciously, which is to say unintentionally and unconsciously mirroring energy that we would not choose to carry consciously. But as we keep practicing, that compassion grows. And that compassion, as it deepens, 
expands to those people that are abusive, that are negative, that are unaware and insensitive to the effect they have on others. And so simultaneously, as we deepen this practice and we keep going down that spiritual journey, we will find that as our isolation grows, because we only have ourselves to rely on, our strength to rely on ourselves matches that need. And this is how we grow. The more we feel betrayed and let down, because we are expanding our consciousness beyond our selfish wants and needs, that even though that betrayal grows, our love and forgiveness keeps outshining those feelings of abandonment, and they become replaced with feelings of sympathy and understanding that people are struggling, that most people are barely getting by. So many people are overwhelmed just by their day-to-day responsibilities, that the idea of even doing something fun is too daunting especially when that fun involves putting ourselves out there, putting ourselves in social situations, and even though that being very difficult because we have gone through abandonment and we are now putting ourselves in this risky position of getting back out there socially and risking future abandonment. But if we are doing the correct things in our lives to deepen our presence through meditation, to deepen our compassion through love and kindness, to begin talking to ourselves in our mind the way we deserve as our loving best friend, our wise, nurturing, guiding voice, and to begin to notice how that inner voice speaks of those who have abandoned us. Noticing how we feel when those negative thoughts come up in our mind and practicing Inner forgiveness. This is just personal, has nothing to do with the other person. It is simply about us healing and moving on. Most of that dreaded feeling of abandonment comes from a fear of being alone, that we're not strong enough to get through something and that we're just too weak or too fragile in the universe, just too cruel and unbearable. And most of this fear 
is going to cause us to do anything but explore if that's true out of fear of finding out it is. And so we may turn to drugs and alcohol or other addictions for some support, some relief from that loneliness and abandonment. We may dive into work. We may dive into the blanket and <laughs> stay under there for as long as possible, avoiding our whole life. And so common, we live on our phone, in social media, in a heightened stress state, preferring to be literally anywhere else but in our body and with our thoughts. And the only way to overcome that fear of being alone and not being good enough and not being strong enough is to turn inward, to recognize that there is an infinite wellspring of strength within each and every one of us. And it is unfortunate that it takes devastation and total abandonment to force us to see how strong we are and how much we've grown. But they will give us the strength to know that we can carry on. Our ancestors have endured unthinkable challenges for us to be here today. And we are in a direct line of descendants in a lineage of survivors, every single one of us. Whatever you're going through, we humans have been there before. Your ancestors have been there before. They have survived, and so shall you. When there are setbacks, we get back up, we dust ourselves off, and we find our place in the world. We create new community that aligns with our values consciously. And instead of worrying about other people's ability to be there for us, we focus on strengthening our ability to be there for others. And in doing so, we help others heal. And we are a shining example to the world of what compassion looks like. And as we help others heal, they are able to be there for others and help even more people heal. And eventually, we're going to find there's too many healers out there to ever feel abandoned again. The quickest and easiest method for ending that feeling of abandonment, that feeling of 
total betrayal and isolation is to shift our focus to others. And instantaneously, abandonment disappears. Feeling like a victim disappears. And all that remains is selfless love and compassion and the bliss and joy that that brings. This is how we break the cycle of trauma. This is how we heal ourselves and we can heal the planet. Because at the end of the day, these family separations, people lacking capacity to be there for their grieving friends and family, are not creating a troubled world, but they are symptoms of a troubled world that needs healing. Only by turning within, only by creating peace in our hearts, only by creating the conditions for love within ourselves, the only place we truly have access to, the only place we can truly bring about transformation. And in doing so, one by one, we transform the entire world. Because it is only by starting with inner peace that we can build a strong, sustaining, durable, and lasting peace. You deserve supportive and loving and nurturing friends, family, and community. We all do. It is a human need. If anyone makes you feel betrayed, abandoned, or neglected. Remember their inner battle, even though we may know nothing about it. Remember your strength, even if you have yet to find it. And remember to thank the other person for helping us whittle down our list of people we know we can count on (laughs) and for helping us build a stronger, more loving, more supportive community. Because sometimes we have to get the dead weight out of the way in order for us to find out where we're meant to be. Much love. You have been listening to Path to Peace with Todd Perlmutter. Being here and putting in this important and noble work is one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself and others. If you found this podcast even a little helpful, please make sure to leave a review so it can reach others who may be in need. And remember... The path to peace starts with a single step.